know I can't do no You are listening to The Culture Radio They're talking about welcome to the way. My name is Hunchy Henry Graves. I'm at 2345 East Michigan Street, and I'm the owner of Henry Graves Martial Art Academy. The dojo is there. We do weapon training, we do self defense training, we have Sunday training by request for personal training and private training. We also specialize in working with weapons and working with um, just all out-and-out self-defense, as in jiu-jitsu, okay? We also offer a kickboxing class aerobically well, and that's to help people get in shape also. So that's one of the things we do to help people get in shape with that. We do the one-on-one kind of training like that when sometimes we do group training, a group of five or more ladies if you're interested in it. This year I'm going to do something different, guys. I'm going to offer a spring camp. And in my spring camp, what we're going to do in there. We're going to have one week of training in the dojo, and we're going to hit all aspects in spring camp. The kids are going to have fun. They're going to come in in the morning, and you guys pick them up when you get off work and things like that. But they're going to interact. They're going to give a a field trip, uh, two field trips in that, and we're going to just introduce them to basic self-defense and karate as far as the different things they do with blocking, kicking, and punching. So again, I was telling you earlier that some dojos offer just blocking, punching, kicking, and things like that. They don't use weapon or kabuto. I like using weapons in my system. At this time of the year, people are getting into um, getting in shape. They have these new New Year's resolutions all posted out and signed up for themselves what they're going to do and things like that. Um, the advantage of doing a martial art is when you're coming in and you're doing martial arts and you say you come there for a basic um, two, three days a week and then like a little bit more advanced students may want to come five days a week, you're going to get a lot of that what you want. You're going to get an aerobic style workout. You're going to get resistance workout because you're doing calisthenics, right? And then you're going to also get the added benefit of learning how to defend yourself, in different situations or if a situation arise that you may have to defend yourself and to avoid. So we work also on mind presence in the martial arts. So, you know, you guys are welcome to come down on the corner of Bumby in Michigan at 2345 East Michigan to the dojo and come in and meet me and sit down and talk with me and maybe we can work out a program that's suited for you. What are the goals in the martial arts? Most martial arts teachers, their goal is to put out good martial artists. And my interpretation of that is a person who's well-rounded and a good citizen, you know, model citizen as far as that concerned, socially adept, and that can get along, you know, and don't think they're um, below anyone or above anyone. Just think of themselves as being a really good person and moving through life, but also willing to protect the weak, 
and you know also stand up for themselves. So that's what the martial arts are are, are kind of made to make you mentally, physically, and spiritually strong again. You know, whatever religion you into, I'm a Christian. I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, and that thing. But whatever you into, whatever you believe, you know, the martial arts is going to enhance that. You know, far as doing something with your martial arts. So why not just take up boxing, right? Boxing is a good art. It teaches you discipline. It teaches you to take care of yourself and defend yourself also. Um, a lot of people don't like boxing because they think it's a little bit too brutal. But taking up a boxing camp or boxing lessons or just basically learning how to protect yourself using only your hands. Um, Savat is teaching yourself French foot fighting is basically teaching yourself to protect yourself using mainly your feet. In a martial arts, karate, even though the word means empty hand, you're also using feet, hands, elbows, knees, you know, forearms, and things like that to help protect yourself. So um, to me, it's a little bit more well-rounded way of defending yourself. I have been involved in the martial arts now from the age of six, and at the present time, I don't like telling my age, but I'm, I've been there. I'm, I've been there for a minute, okay? But um, I'm 63, and I've been doing this martial arts for a very long time, and I really enjoy it. Um, what are some of the aspects of the martial arts? Well, the mental aspect is to make you realize that you're a lot stronger than you may think you aren't. Because basically, all of us have this insight in ourselves that we can project strength that people don't realize you have, and sometimes even you don't realize you have it. The martial arts can bring that out into you because it helps you to tap in to the inner self. And what I mean by that, you know, have you guys out there ever had a day and you thought that, um, well, this ain't that great of a day or, you know, I'm not that good at this and I need to work on doing this, that, and the other. Well, everybody need to work on different things to become better. It's impossible for you to have a thought in your brain and you can't do it. God designed us that it's virtually, guys, impossible to think of something you cannot do. So that's one part of it. So with the martial art training, you seem to channel your energy into the positive, into what you can do. Okay, that's the mental part of it. Okay, the spiritual part of it is knowing that it's something greater than you. And by you achieving a level of um, acknowledging that you didn't make a tree or you didn't create a, uh, for lack of a better word, like fruits and vegetables and animals and stuff like that, you know, something higher than you made all of this possible and is and they deserve respect even insects and everything everything all life is sacred and all life want to survive the spiritual part of that is you reach it into your inner self knowing that something is greater than you and is also guiding you to a greater understanding of everything around you making things um um, but what I was going to say, like respecting things, acknowledging things and being aware of things like that. The physical part of the martial art, it's really simple because what that means is you're making, um, hey, your biceps stronger, your triceps stronger, your arms stronger, your legs stronger, your quadriceps stronger, your calves stronger, your feet stronger, and you're getting strong. You're just getting strong. You can physically do things. You're physically able to do things like when you were like young, okay, for lack of that better word. As we get older, we came to think that we can't do things as well or do things at all that we used to do when we were younger. Well, that's right there is another fallacy. If you think it and you want to achieve it, believe me, you can do it. Just a matter of you wanting to do it. It's sometimes, Bo, when we work we have these other obligations. The work sometimes takes the toll. Like myself, I do a part-time job. And those three days that I'm there, when I come from that job, I'm physically tired. Before, when I was only just teaching martial arts, those days didn't exist for me. 
So now I have to dig in deeper after I get off work, going in at, you know, getting up at five o'clock in the morning, going to work, getting off at four, four thirty, sometimes six, then going to the karate studio to teach karate. It's sometimes it wears you out. Those days are long, but you still have to do those things. Okay, so by working in the martial arts, by doing your push-ups, your jumping jacks, sit-ups, squats, and all those kind of things, okay, you physically make your body stronger. So now you're apt to do things a little bit with um, less ease, okay? So it don't be so hard, you know? That's what I'm trying to say. It's not as hard as it was, so it's easier, you know? Um and this is where the mind-body connection comes into play. By doing all of these things, you're able to bring them together and work as one. And so now the total of those three make the total of one, which makes you a complete person. Okay. Now, why did I choose an art of martial arts like um, karate over an art, say, of kung fu or something like that? It's like I didn't really choose it. It chose me. And we're doing Kung Fu, Taekwondo, um, basic Okinawan style karate, Shotokan, um, Ishinru, Shitoru, whatever it is. You're learning that in these arts, they are they were made first to make your body strong. And then they were also adapted to protect yourself against vicious people, vicious things. At the one point, you know, it was a warring kind of thing where people will come at you and attack you. So it's survival. It was necessary to learn how to defend yourself when you couldn't or would not be able to have a weapon with you. You only had your hands and feet and things like that. And adaptation, when you did, was able to craft different weapons or or build different weapons or get your hands on different weapons. You could implement different ways of defending yourself with a bow, the, the Joe, which is the same, same words, different parts of the um, or use it to say the same thing. Um, um, commas and size and nunchakas and things like that. And even with the samurai sword or the ninjutsu sword. These things all came into play in the martial arts for adaptation um, to help out. Now, as being a martial artist, I realized my first call is to make sure that I am learning to be a decent, good person and that I am willing to have good morals and things about myself to carry on through my martial art training and to live a martial way. And with that, I also want to live a Christian way within those boundaries and not go out of those boundaries and to become the best person I am to be. So I picked up the martial arts I started doing them, and I have been doing them now for a few years. Um, if we will count them, it's over 50, okay? And with me doing that, I've met a lot of wonderful people, traveled to a lot of different areas, and basically martial art people, they're all pretty humbling. You may find an arrogant martial artist here and there, um, but for the most part, we all was trying to develop learn and remember what was taught by the elders, by the senseis before us, and we tried to adapt ourselves to become even better um, proponents of what we've learned from our sensei. So that's one reason why I've stuck with the martial art over boxing and over judo uh, and over jiu-jitsu and things like that. I stuck with the basic art of karate because of that. I just like the simplicity of it. And also, it's a little complex, too. It can be complex, but it's very simple. You throw a punch at me, I block it, and I can retaliate with a strike, a block, or a kick, or a punch. And everything is striking. If you block a punch, you're striking that punch as it comes to you. You redirect it. That's a strike, although you call it a block or parian. Okay? So that's one thing what I look at when I talk to people when they say, well, you know, he's a good blocker. Well, he's a striker also because he's striking an arm. Um, do I like kicking more than punching? Well, I think whatever situation you're in, you should adapt yourself to that situation, whether it's kicking or it's punching. Um, if a person is taller than you, 
you have an advantage by using your legs to kind of keep them out of your range. But once they get in your range and you get your meite together where you can get into their range, then you can use your hands to strike very quickly. And you can use your legs or your feet to counter attack what they're doing. It's all about that rhythm of that situation or that or that um, or they, um, encounter when you're um, in combat with someone or sparring someone. So, yes, I'm, I'm a very advocate person in sparring. Uh, I used to spar a whole lot more than I do now, but I still advocate sparring. Um, so one thing that I've learned, though, um, sensei's out there, and maybe I shouldn't give this secret out. Well, sometimes I think you should slow your students down. Hello, Richard. I'm on the air right now with um, Culture Play. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. All righty. Well, I know yeah, you're probably... So I missed your call earlier. How's it going? It's going fine. You got a minute to talk while I'm on the radio? Uh, I'm going to be picking up kids in just a minute, unfortunately. All right. Well, we have Master Haynes on the line for a few minutes here of, of Zen Life Center up there. And um, uh, he yeah, he came in and gave me a call. But um, I, we could talk later. I just want you guys to know Richard Haynes is one of the best martial artists I've ever met in the Central Florida area, and maybe one day we'll get him back on the show. Master Haynes, I understand you got things you got to do right now. We can we can always talk later. Yes, I'm going to continue on Absolutely. with the show. Absolutely. And you have a great day. We'll talk later, sir. Yes, sir. Will do. Take Thank care. You. I will, sir. Thank you. So, um, I'm sorry about that, Culture Play audience, but I do get calls sometimes. I forget to take this phone off of um um, and put it on silence so that you guys can't hear that. But that's the nature of the beast. You know, martial artists, is, especially when you get a phone call from someone like um, Master Haynes, you really want to answer it because a lot of times he got a lot of good stuff to talk about, you know, and share a lot of good insight. So I was talking about the martial arts. And um, also, I like to talk about why I, maybe I didn't stick with Kung Fu. And I really did work with Kung Fu. Um, uh, C4 Master's name, Albert Mueller in Pennsylvania. Um, I, I love working with Sifu. He was uh, very knowledgeable and taught me a lot of things like that. It's just that I moved to Florida and he was up there and I got down here and started getting involved in other things and, you know, law enforcement and corrections and all that other kind of stuff like that. So, you know, I kind of like lost contact with him and then got down here and opened up my own system, um, school and things like that and continue to grow. But I did like Kung Fu for the, um, I think the movements of it was more circular and I learned to move around more than I did when I was just doing straight karate. As in, um, when I was doing my Kushin Kai with my sensei, who really founded my basics of getting me really strong in adaptation into Shotokan Karate and moving on. But in Kung Fu, I learned to move more in circular movements and learned how to parry in circular movements or block in circular movement. In karate, I learned how to block in straight line movements, in, out, up, and down, so forth. And I kind of found out that in the situation, sometimes you may not block a straight line. You may block in a circular line because you're moving in that angle that you'd have to do that. So at that point, it became one of the things I did to help my sparring. And I became very good at it. I really have. Um, guys out there that do traditional karate, I like to say this to you guys, there's nothing wrong with traditional karate. A lot of traditional martial artists, they believe in coming in with the all-white uniform and carrying it on that way. And you have to have the traditional weaponry like the round bow instead of the toothpick bow um you also have to have um you know the um um your katas set for what ranking you have 
If you're a beginner, then these colors only you can do. If you're intermediate, then these colors all you can do. If you're advanced, then these katas are what you can do, including the beginners, intermediate. And then when you become a black belt, these katas you do, including beginners, intermediate, advanced, and so forth. But I believe, and I've also seen, that kids are very resilient. And if you take your time and teach them a kata, they don't know they're being taught a black belt kata when you're teaching it to them. You show them how to do it. You show them proper stance and proper angle of attack and block, defense. They really can do katas quite well. So that somehow, to me, I think it is a level of learning, a basic kata for a basic beginning student. And it is a area but after they learn to do their basics you know how to walk for i mean is stepping how to punch what i mean is stepping and punching how to parry i mean stepping punching and blocking and then at that point you teach them the technique of maybe doing a shuto or get into a cat stance or get into your horse stance or get into your fighting stance. And they understand how to get into them. It's just a matter of moving from one stance to another with proper form and balance and power. And they can do any kata. Now, um, certain things I will not teach young kids is like, for for instance, when I'm working with shurikens or throwing stars or spikes or throwing knives or using the blowgun and things like that or throwing darts. I would not teach it to a six-year-old or a nine-year-old or maybe even a 12-year-old. You know, I would like for that to be the kid to be older, the student to be older, so they can understand what they're doing and that way they can respect what they're learning opposed to, you know, thinking it's just a game or a toy or something fun to do and not respect the weapon possibly hurt themselves or hurt someone else you know and it all depends on maturity level you can get some 15 years old out there that ain't mature as a nine-year-old i mean you really can it really depends on those kind of things so with that being said um i judge every student uh, according to their his or her ability to do i don't make it a point to um try to hold anyone back but at the appropriate time and i feel the appropriate time is when you should teach them when they're ready to learn that kind of thing what part of the martial arts that you will kind of like gravitate to i think that's what you might like to do more some people like really doing weapons i mean they really can do weapons really good i mean they can do weapons better than sparring they can do weapon um, better than just doing traditional like kata with the weapon in other words they can use a weapon as in, you know, the technique they can do with it for as like with the nunchucks, how to swing them and, you know, how to control them and things like that without putting them in a kata. With the bow, how to use it, manipulate it, work it without actually putting it into a kata. Okay. Or whatever other weapon you teach in the sword or whatever. Some people really like doing it because they feel a little bit more connected to that for whatever reason. And they feel a little bit more they can discipline themselves because they really respect that weapon. So they get pretty good at using that weapon. And this is a good thing also, I believe. Now, in other aspects of it, some people really like doing empty hand kata. Preset forms that are sometimes hundreds of years old. Sometimes, you know, maybe not that old, not maybe not hundreds, but been in the system for a while. And they can get out there and do this kata with power and people can actually see a fight going on as a person is doing their empty hand kata. This is a very unique thing. Some people are so good at it that that's all they like to do. I don't see anything wrong with that myself. I think you still take discipline for you to go out and do that and learn that particular skill set. And with that being learned, you become part of a discipline. Um, discipline in your mind and you, you can't help but learn because you're going to do kicks in kata you're going to do punching in kata you're going to do blocking in kata you're going to move from one step to another step so you're going to move from one position to another position from one stance to another stance so I can see why some people like doing katas you know it's helped relax them 
And the excitement of them learning it makes it even more enjoyable for them. Now, I, on the other hand, I like sparring. Like I told you earlier, I don't do it as much as I used to. But think of this. Inside the dojo, in my mirror, I can put on my like my boxing gloves or my um, karate gloves and get in that mirror and like shadow box or, you know, boxing in the mirror, kicking, punching, you know, moving from angle to angle. And sometimes I can do this for 20 minutes. Sometimes I can do it for an hour, you know, but whatever time length in there, I'm moving around, throwing punching and kicks at different angles. And I'm really going with the guy in the mirror. I'm, I'm, I'm working with that guy. And that person is the one that I always try to keep in mind that I need to learn to discipline that guy. That way I can be disciplined and I don't have a problem giving out discipline. You know, it's like if you lead by example, you are the example to be, be to be given to lead by, you know, but if you don't lead by example, then you may not be the example to live by. Okay. So this is very important. You know, things do happen that sometimes we don't, live up to our expectations. But remember, fall down seven times, get up eight times. You may not be the best every day. You may not be at that top of that game every day. But for surely, you know, you're not going to be the worst at that game every day either. So remember, you're going to be as good as you want to be. I um, usually tell people they have two tigers in them. One tiger is strong, one tiger is weak. The tiger that they feed is the one that they become. A lot of times, um, sensei's, we have to remind ourselves of that too. Our kids know that, and they go by that, and they deal with that. But a lot of times, we don't remember that. We're so caught up in other things, and we get distracted, and we keep moving past things. And, you know, sometimes we have to say to ourselves, you know, which tiger am I feeding today? You know, um, a lot of times, um, I know this may not be something that be said all the time, but a lot of times I like to get up and I pray before I even leave out the house because this world that we're living in is moving really fast and prayer works all the time. And with that being said, after I do that, it makes me feel better. And isn't that the point? So whatever you're doing to make you feel better, implement it into your daily lifestyle. And after 21 days, whatever that is becomes a habit. And when and in that habit, especially if it's a good habit, man, just see things grow. Things start flowing to you. They start opening up your mind. Your new things are happening and you're getting stronger, you know, for because you're working out mentally, you feel more alert and you feel more ready to go out and tackle the world, you know, become more creative. And things like that. So those kind of things make you feel great, make you feel good. You keep doing them. And, you know, the, the negativity, you know, try to get rid of it. Sometimes people tell me that, you know, a person is in your life for, for um, how do you say that, for, uh, for a reason, for a season, or for a lifetime. Actually, people come into your life and you learn from them. And it's up to you how long you're going to keep them in your life or how long you want them to be a part of your life. You know, you can meet someone and be a part of their life forever and a day. Or you can meet them and long as their need is in your need or what you're doing, you're okay. But when they stop going with what you want to do, you can let them go. You know, that's your choice. Whether it's a right choice or a wrong choice, that's going to be between yourself and you and also it's going to be between, between themselves and them because they may still want to be involved with you as um, far as helping you grow or whatever, and you may not want them to be a part of it. But if it's no good for you, if it's causing you to be destructive, then it probably is not good for you. So these are the things that I like by my martial art training that I've learned to, to deal with. Also, I've learned that if someone don't want to be bothered with you, then you just give them time and space and let them get their thing. That doesn't mean you have to be completely out of their life and not help them if they need you help with a, um, learning a kata or learning a technique or something like that. You know, you can help them, help them. This is also what the martial art teaches us to do, you know, and not only that. When you're doing a martial arts, you always want the culture to be better. 
You know, we, we're building a community here in the martial arts where, you know, mind, body, and spirit, and you want everybody to get the good vibes from what you're doing. You know, the byproducts of that is you have a lot of good people around you, right? And with all those good people around you can make the world a better place. And um, I'm not saying tolerant because um, I've always seen and learned that if anything evil do exist, it's because good people let it. And we, we don't want to do anything about it. Just, uh, I don't want to be bothered with that. But, you know, if you see something and you know it's not right and you can help someone, please do it. Again, the martial art help you to take that courage kind of step to be ready to, to do those kind of things. So that's one other good thing about the martial art people. Okay, so I guess I was talking about sparring. I got kind of sidetracked. Whenever I started thinking about, you know, things and people and doing good things and what the martial art done for me, sometimes I do go off in a tangent like that. Sparring, wow. Um, some techniques I use in my sparring is shadow boxing. And some other old techniques I use is just getting me a chair and learning to do my kicks over a chair. And I try to make the chair up past my stomach. I want it to be that high because I want my kicks to be that high or higher. And I try to do um, with a good pace. And so I get a good tempo going when I'm doing my kicks. I might put three chairs down on the dojo floor and say they're all facing away from me. So I get behind the chairs and I'm going to do my side kicks over each one of the chairs moving down the line with them kicking over the back of the chair and vice versa roundhouse kicks the same way i set them up um and different different kicks i do the same way with that in my shadow boxing or boxing i may get my wave master bag out put it in front of the mirror and i'll go around it punching and punching 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 then i do the combination of punching and kicking okay so now i'm working the angles on it and learning how to control that with just repetition of kicks, punches, and blocking and other movement. A lot of times when you're doing that, you forget the, um, you know, everything around you. A good thing to do when you're practicing, I think, especially when you're practicing um, by yourself, is to add music. You put the music in there, it changes everything. That music, you get a good tempo of music playing. Unbelievable, guys. You're going to be moving around, throwing punches, throwing kicks. And before you know it, those 15, 20, half an hour then went by so quick, you didn't even know it was possible. And now you're feeling a lot better about what you're doing and what's going on with you. So, um, I, yeah, I strongly suggest using music. And also, um, usually one day a week in the class, I put music in there. And let me tell you, the kids respond to it so well. I don't know how many of you guys out there may do this also. You know, on your, um, if you have mirrors, and some of you guys don't may have a mirror, but you may have a, a like a chalkboard or a blackboard up there, and you'll put down um, today's lesson is. And to me, when I do that, that reminds me to stay on pace for what the lesson is for that day, you know, and, and that way everyone knows what it is. You may say Monday lesson is this, Tuesday lesson is this, Wednesday lesson, so forth and so on. And then the kids may get an idea of what they're doing for your classes. Um, do I like to add the Kabuto in with the regular classes? Guys, I used to be a proponent of only doing the weapon class on weapon class night. But you know what? I found out to get a good flow in the dojo. Sometimes it's okay to do your kata, your weapon, and your sparring in there. And with the sparring, you can always put your self-defense techniques in, okay? And you just have to find that flow. You know, sometimes you may need a 10-minute a flow or a 15-minute flow and break it down into different aspects and things like that. Like, I'm, I'm currently touring around with a, instead of an hour class, making an hour and 15 minutes. So I can do different things for a different length of time, but incorporate them into the training that way no one is really missing anything they're getting it and the class is staying pretty fresh um i've been in some dojos where they may teach you one kata um for your white belt exam 
uh, two katas, okay? And they may not teach you the whole kata. The first two months, you may learn half of that kata. Then the next two months, you may learn the rest of that kata. And then you got the whole kata and you do it. Um, I believe in having no limit is limit. And if the student that's there apply themselves to that, they're going to get good at it, no matter what it is. You know, so if they get exposed to it, they're going to get really good at it. The student that don't do well in it is a student that don't come to the dojo on a consistent level, on a consistent time. They may come one week, miss two weeks, three weeks, come for two days, miss another month and come back. Well, that student is not going to um, progress really fast. They're going to be kind of held down unless in their training at home. One of the things that I'm also trying to implement, guys, is a way to teach class through like um, maybe Zoom. You know, they can come on and we can do the class together through the Zoom and they can watch me do it and I can watch them do it, correct them and things like that. That may also be something in the future that helps a lot of different martial arts school survive and so instead of going to a traditional dojo okay and paying the overhead and all of that you can just put on your um zoom and you can have i don't know i don't know would you just one at a time or four at a time or whatever the people can do their technique and you can see them and things like that i guess it's kind of be kind of trial and error to see how that works but that would be kind of interesting what you think i think so so that's what we do here at the way we try to find out and talk about different things that maybe work or maybe not work. You know, only way you know if something really worked for you, if you try it. And thank you, Culture Play, for being so supportive. Um, Culture Play Radio is, is is phenomenal. You know, the team there, they're out to serve their clients, and they're giving their clients the best product out there. And um, I thank you guys for being a part of the way. And I thank you for bringing me into it and helping me also grow as a person with the help. Okay. Um, and and um, I just like to say thank you again. With learning how to do weapon training, guys, you have to really kind of, I believe, meditate after you use the weapon. You know, when you do the technique with it and you learn a, a kata with it or learn a move with it, I think you should. Sit down and for five minutes, give yourself time to think about what you just done. And then for at least two minutes, don't think about anything. Just relax. Let your mind become empty. And that way, these things can be refiltered and put back in. A little more clarity will come to you. And you'll be able to step that off and keep growing with that also. Okay. Um, with the empty hand kata, again, same thing. You know, you, you learn your um, 20 moves to the kata, 21 moves, 41 moves, whatever it may be. And after you do it, I think you should take a couple minutes to go over it in your mind. They call it meditation, but I just simply put it as mindset, you know, learning how to see that technique in my mind, then going through that technique. And then for a minute or two, letting my mind become totally empty, of trying not to think of anything, just blank and let it fill itself up. Let it just fill itself up and see what happens when that comes into play. Sometimes that grows and you grow stronger and become more um, um, like in tune to the things around you. What is the biggest threat in the martial art industry today? Someone asked me that the other day and I really didn't have a good answer for them. I started thinking, is it um, the watering down of techniques if it is it the commercialization of the martial arts you know you have so many schools popping up and you can get your black belt in one year i don't know what do you think guys is one year a good time well i can only tell you this the biggest threat in the martial art today i think if the instructors who's teaching it they start not carrying on with teaching them mind, body, and spirit, how to adapt, how to overcome things, how to persevere through things. 
when they just bring it and make it commercialized, um, you give me the $600, I guarantee you have your black belt. That's a big threat to the martial arts. Um, if you come in five days a week and in one year or two years, you have your black belt guaranteed. Everybody don't learn at the same pace. Everybody's not going to become a black belt at the same rate. Everybody's not going to become the same black belt. Everybody's going to be different. I'm different from the other um, sifus or senseis beside me. We can have a skill level similar. Some of them can be better. Some of them may be not as good. And just and that's only an opinion, right? Because when you go into a karate tournament and you do a form, the people looking at you, judging you, they're going by how they felt about what you've done. And sometimes if you let how that make you feel, then you're cutting yourself short. You know, if I don't do well at an event, I just practice on my technique and try to make my technique better. And what I feel is with more balance, power, speed is because sometimes a person may tell you that was no good and it was very good just to get you mentally not ready. This is why I love the martial arts because you'll know like, well, you know what? That's just how you feel about it. That ain't how I feel about it. Okay. Learn to take criticism. Learn to take constructive criticism and also learn when people are just giving you the runaround with that being said. Okay. Am I advocating point karate? Well, point karate have its place, you know, and things like that. I think now they're calling it more like sport karate and things like that. Um, it has its place, I guess, if that's a area of um, interest that some people want to do. Um, I don't know the difference between sport karate and point karate, or they call it that all the same. I've heard people say different things for different names. Um, the point karate is like, you know, you're getting in the, the three points or the five points. Sport karate is when they're doing, some of them say when they're doing the MMA kind of things, or they're doing the um, somersaults, or they're doing the cartwheels, or they're doing the high-flying things, you know, to make points flashy and stuff like that. And like a, uh, for lack of a better word, a traditional karate tournament would be more using karate techniques back and forth, you know, and your striking areas with control and with power. You know, you, you don't have to break a rib, but, you know, the, the possibility of that happening is there by the technique that's being imposed. So the, the person can actually see, like, wow, you know, that was a very strong technique, you know, and if they didn't control it, what could have happened to the person that was the receiver of the technique, okay? So there's a lot to be back and forth about this um, karate tournaments and sport karate and traditional karate, um, eclectic karate. That's like something somebody made up on their own and became... Um, a martial arts system, but I say to that also, maybe, you know, you can look at Funakoshi, he came back from um, China with the martial arts after learning what they were doing, and he adapted it to the way he was doing it, and other martial artists from different part of India um, and Africa and other places done martial arts, and um, over here, Different martial artists have taken different things and created different martial art systems and became just as sufficient, proficient as any other system or style of martial arts. So, I mean, that's kind of relative, guys, when you talk about that. You know, we don't want to be so caught up in a bubble that we don't realize that training is training and learning to do a martial arts um, requires you to learn to stay within the parameters of its um physical laws, you know, how to properly do a kick, how to properly do a punch, how to properly throw a technique and all of those different things. That's within that realm. It don't necessarily have to be the perfect whatever, but through practice, you become sufficient. So just don't think because the, the system ain't known as um, Ishinryu or Shitaru or Shotokan or Washinryu. And, you know, there's a whole lot of rules, but it's like one Shotokan. You know, like that. But it's still other aspects of Shotokan that people don't also realize. That it's other um, facets of Shotokan. 
that's out there that's being taught that is very good, okay? And there's other karate systems out there that's being taught that's really good, just with, like in the Kung Fu world, just like in the Taekwondo world, you know? There's a lot of different ways that they're doing Taekwondo. But basically, all of these things have in common. They punch, they kick, they block, they parry, they throw. They have all these things similar and at the same time, they are different. Only because someone says different. You may see a person standing in the higher stands, but he's still a human being. He got two legs and two arms and a head, a body. He's a human being. Unless he have three arms, five legs, two heads, then, you know, different. That's the difference. Okay, so... Maybe it's not such a bad thing of just saying martial art training or that kind of thing like that. You know, just enclose everything into what you're doing. Not saying that you have to be um, um, not into doing pure Shotokan or pure um, Washinru or pure Mudokwan or pure, pure Taekwondo. Just saying when you're doing a martial arts, that's exactly what you're doing. And I look um, forward to hearing you guys comment on what's going on and what we talked about today. Again, my name is Hunchy Henry Graves, and I'm the owner of Henry Graves Martial Art Academy. And we're located on East Michigan Street, 2345 East Michigan Street in Orlando, Florida. We're right down the corner of Michigan and Bombay, and we specialize in just doing martial arts. And we have our after-school care we have our summer camp care. We also do um, spring breaks, winter breaks, and things like that for you. And we're here to help the community uh, as a whole try to fill their needs, fulfill their needs, and make sure that our children are, you know, learning a good sense of martial art, how to protect themselves, how to look after themselves, how to watch their surroundings, and also learning how to interact with each other in a very, very good way. Teaching them to respect the sanctity of all life, not just their life. You know, we're not in this world by ourselves. There's other people in this world with us. We have to respect them, and we also have to be respected. You know, and coming and talking about that, children, your your parents are the first thing that you look at, and they're the first ones, your first line of defense. They're there to protect you, take care of you. So we teach our kids that it's all about respecting their parents and not disrespecting their parents. A lot of times they bring uh, a student to me saying, oh, they're so disrespectful and things like that. I understand that. And now we have a program to help you help me to help them because you're the most important thing in their life, the most important. And you're the first thing they see when they get up in the morning and the last thing they see when they go to bed at night. So you are the biggest influence in their lives. Um, over the years, I had parents tell me, oh, thank you so much. You don't know what you meant for my son, how you helped him or my daughter, how that means so much to me and things like that. I really thank you. And so inside of myself, it's easy to get caught up with, oh, wow, I'm this and that. But the bottom line into it is the God in me you see. And also is a God in you that they see. And that's what they're learning to be, you know, good people, as well as people that can look after themselves. I thank you again for listening to The Way. This is Hunchy Henry Graves. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. God bless. Have a great day. Domo. Haigato. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. 
Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. 
Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. 
Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio.